RPG for You and Me presents Neon Heat, a duet actual play podcast using the Savage World system in our custom science fantasy setting. Thank you for listening, and welcome back to Caldonics. Previously on Neon Heat, Athena wakes out of a startling and stressful dream after escaping the encounter with the Cory presence and its group of small but efficient bugs. She and Zidal have a heart-to-heart about Azalea and what it means going forward for them, which is a bolstering concept to Athena because it means he's pretty sure they're going to find a way home from here. The two of them ford onward through tunnels and tunnels and tunnels until they reach a room of spindly crystal spires reaching up and down further than they can see, which is problematic when they all flare yellow and they have to run with a creature in hot pursuit. They flee at a breakneck pace to outstrip the tunnel monster and have middling success until an incoming rescue is heralded by a roiling cloud of orange moths and a perimeter team who finish the job. They made it to Prism. They're safe. Last session ended with you playing the Here Comes the Cavalry or something. Yes. And they came and saved you guys. Mm -hmm. So that's where the session's picking up. Before we actually jump into that scene, I think there's some behind-the-scenes mechanics and housekeeping that we need to address. Okay. Primarily, the state of Isaac. Yeah. And the state of Prism in general. We're going to do some stuff here with that because I think that's going to influence the Uh social dynamics of not only this scene, but everything that's going to come after this. So I think we should do that first. How's Um, my buddy doing? Well, we're going to find out. So do you remember specifically what you told Isaac the last time you saw him as far as what you wanted him to do vis-a-vis his situation with the prisme, the energy inside of him, all that stuff? As far as the energy in him, she said, it's like a muscle. You got to use it. You got to develop it. You build a rapport. Maybe talk to your weird spectrum brother. Yes, that is. With a wince. That is generally what I recall as well. So that's been what I've been uh, moving under the assumption of. As far as Prism, she encouraged him to keep an eye on stuff. Keep the peace. uh, Be the leader they need. That matches up with my memory as well. So, <laughs> the first order of business is Isaac and his personal progress, both with control over his abilities and his social interaction with the spectrum that currently inhabits his body. Listen, he's HR. He's used to interacting with disgruntled people. Does he get a bonus? I mean, that, that's a fair point. You made him HR. Yeah. Was he good at it? 
Uh, how's Boreas's read on that? He would have talked to him in that capacity more than Athena. Well, he only spoke with Vulcan like that one time, and then he's talked about Vulcan with Solaire, who was trying to, you know, work her way in, get some some business going. Well, she's gonna have to go a pretty far away to find him. Apparently, <laughs> I, like I had a, a proto sheet that I built for him. You yeah. know, we've talked about that, but I haven't been like keeping track of increases and you know your friends grow over time just like athena does nice maybe we ought to like sit down and build sheets for them because <laughs> we're at that point now i figure he had at least a d6 in persuasion i don't know if he has higher than a d6 i think he, is, he does have a d8 in spirit because i'm pretty sure we talked yeah. about that but i think he probably only has a d6 at the most in spirit athena's persuasion is a d6 too so i feel like that makes sense I can definitely see an argument for persuasion if it's a matter of trying to talk, but the circumstances are not in his favor. He doesn't want this to be happening, and he's still reluctant for that to be the case. So part of him doesn't really want to become amicable, although you did succeed on your previous social manipulation to push him in that direction. Maneuvering. Yeah, I like that better. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thalaska would be proud. Yeah. So I, I could see persuasion. I feel like part of it is just down to his basic spirit because spirit is like self-control and this is a more antagonistic relationship than the one that Athena and Vi have. Mm-hmm. As part inspiration and just a frame of reference for other possible mechanics and how things work. The other thing I looked into was the Harrowed rules for uh, Deadlands okay. and yeah, how, that checks out. how that works with the, the Manitou. And Deadlands, the way it works is... When someone becomes harrowed, they have a new derived attribute called dominion, equal to their spirit die when they become harrowed. If they increase their spirit die, it does not increase their dominion score, although it increases their cap. And then much like Reason and Rippers, if their dominion ever reaches zero, they become an evil NPC under control of the GM. I don't think this is a one-for-one. One. You know, I'm, I'm not going to use those rules directly because I don't think it applies that way. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was an interesting gauge for how similar they are. Yeah. I have had Athena make a number of spirit rolls over the course of the campaign. You happen to succeed on every single one of them. Hot damn. There was never a circumstance where you failed one of these spirit rolls either to control the power or to, like, settle Vi or your relationship. So, like... Because they're real good pals. And because your spirit die is pretty good. Yeah, um, it is. <laughs> so, I think that's a, a good representation here, and I like how that has influenced Athena's decision-making and the way that she's interacted with the entire situation. Because she has such iron will... Although not the edge. Although it might make sense. I could. Uh, that has certainly informed her ability to maneuver the situation on her own. So I think we're going to probably need to make at least a spirit roll for him to see if he is maintaining control or if he's getting pushback, and then a persuasion roll to see how their relationship is currently going. I don't know if those two ideas are at odds, if they can work simultaneously, but that's kind of what I was thinking. If you have any input or you feel differently, I'd love to hear what you have to say. I think this is a good way to do it. I'm down for it. As far as their relationship, let's say, his relationship with the Spectrum, I am going to be using the reaction table that is in the Suede book. It's by the Persuasion skill, and it's typically used for NPCs, like if you need to figure out where an NPC falls in relation to their attitude to the party or a PC. 
you can use this to either randomize it or you can use it as like a sliding scale of oh, how they react. So, yeah, we used that in Silica Valley like a couple sessions mm-hmm. ago, and I was like, that's neat. Yeah, it's a it's a very easy resource there. So the lowest score is hostile, and there's a blurb here. I'm not going to read it all, but hostile, I think you understand how that works, goes up to unfriendly, which means there's still some antagonism, which then goes to uncooperative, which goes to neutral, and then cooperative, and then friendly, and then helpful. So it's basically a seven-point system in total with neutral being in the middle and sort of plus three and minus three, depending on there. I would say they're probably unfriendly. They're maybe not openly hostile at this point, but I think they're like the second lowest possible here to start out. My thought would be that with every success and raise he gets on influencing that relationship, it would move it up by a step to at least where their baseline is. If he fails, it would probably stay where it is. And if he crit fails, it would reduce it by one to hostile. Let's do the spirit roll first for his like general control before we address the relationship. And I'm going to say... Because he's at a negative two on this sliding scale, his spirit roll is going to have a negative two as well. Checks out. D8 spirit. D8 spirit. He has a wild die. For all the rolls that Isaac is going to be making here, he can have two bennies because he's one of your buddies. True. But I will say that we're we're going to be making some rolls very similar to this for how he's handling Prism. So you have two bennies for him to use throughout all these rolls. And anything that happens in the session. Gonna use these black ones. Cause they're they're cool. Okay. Okay, so this one's a spirit roll. Spirit roll minus two. Mm-hmm. Uh that's a four, so that's minus two at the two. I will spend his first Benny. Okay. Damn, it's a fail. Okay. Okay, so he's not doing so hot, it sounds like. Isaac has a D8 spirit, but based on what's already occurred, I'm gonna say his we'll call it his resilience for now. Working name. It's going to be a six. So while his spirit is a D8, I feel like his willpower has Mm -hmm. been whittled down a little bit here. So it was a six. We're going to say the fail makes it minus one. So he's at a five right now. Now we're going to address the relationship, Uh which is going to be at unfriendly currently. Yep. You convinced him to try to take this step in the first place. So I don't know that that is going to give him any positives or negatives. I think that that just means that he's making the attempt in the first place. That's good. That's good. Probably, you know. Yeah. I think that without going into the Spectrum's motivation here, he he had previously told you that the Spectrum was talking to him, right? And he didn't want to talk to it. So I think the fact that he is talking to it is good. He doesn't really want to be. And their relationship is currently unfriendly, which Mm -hmm. is two below. I'm I'm thinking probably either a minus one or a minus two. Do you have any feelings here? Probably a minus two is my thought. Okay. Well, let's go with the the persuasion at minus two. Hmm. Uh, spend his other Benny, I guess. Okay. Damn, it's a five. Damn. Damn. Can I use a common bond, Benny? I think so. Because he's my friend. Yeah. I mean, he's I my think best boy. I think that's applicable. How do you think that? That bond reaches through here. Is it a matter of like, we get a a flash scene of him sort of talking to himself internally and having these conversations and it's not going well. And then he's just like, oh, I want to give up this novel. (laughs) But (laughs) 
keeping that in. But, <laughs> but then he uh, remembers that, you know, he's partly doing this because he promised Athena that he would try and that maybe it's the right thing to do. We get a, a picture of her superimposed in a little transparent over the frame of that shot. Just like, yeah, you can do it. <laughs> and he gives it With one more crit. try. Come on. Damn. I rolled a five every time. Damn. Fuck. <laughs> Sucks. Sorry. You good with that? Or do you want to spend another combo on? I kind of do. Do you? This is Athena's story. Yeah. She wants her friend to be happy. And he's not going to mm -hmm. be happy with an antagonistic force inside his brain. No, it's it's not a crit fail. It's just, it's just a regular okay. fail. So worse. he stays at unfriendly. <clears throat> Sorry. Ah, no, it's okay. But it's juicy. It's juicy. It'll be juicy. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, it's only been like a week. Yeah, it hasn't been that long. It hasn't been also. that long. Progress takes time. Yeah. He's just grumpy. Probably doesn't have the amount of caffeine he normally does either, so. So for this second bit, where we're dealing with the general state of Prism, with this one, I think based on what you've done, the baseline of Prism is probably uncooperative, mm -hmm. which is negative one off of new, with neutral being zero. Uncooperative is negative one. You did a bunch of stuff for them last time. You brought them some things to placate them, to make people a little bit happier here. Made them furniture. Made them furniture. You made them bed frames. Yeah. Which I think you made out of the boat, right? Yeah, part of the boat. <laughs> yeah. Is the boat still functional or did you like make sure that it was not? It is still functional because Hollery, she was like, we might need it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think she only took the mast. That sounds right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So you, you did a bunch of stuff to keep them happy. But the general consensus based on your conversation with Gadu and interacting with the pink haired Yara was basically like, hey, you know, it's it's okay for now, but like everybody, you know, still kind of wants to leave. Yeah. So we're starting at uncooperative. This is going to be another persuasion role. I w for this one, I was considering whether it should be contested by Gadu mm -hmm. as sort of like the instigator. Does that sound interesting to you? Yes. Okay. So this will be a single role, and it's going to be Isaac's persuasion versus Gadu's persuasion. The winner would need at least a four to succeed, but they also need to score higher than the other. And then for every success that Isaac would score, he would be able to move things up. And for every success that Gadu would score over Isaac, it would probably move down one. Okay. Makes sense to me. Okay. So we're gonna we're just gonna do one role for this. Okay. <laughs> um, it's uncooperative I don't want to apply any miscellaneous modifiers to this because I think it's more interesting if it's just a straight roll off can I suggest something sure go ahead okay Isaac was at the head family of the Troia clan on the surface he mm -hmm. saw how his grandpa ran things good he saw how his dad ran things bad probably bad with Garn too I'd, I'd guess but I think maybe that would give him some insight into how to work a crowd a little bit better when they're already a little hostile. Okay. I'll buy that. Yeah. You can take a Benny for the cool callback to Isaac's backstory. I think that makes sense. Let's give Isaac a plus one in this situation and Gadu nice. will be rolling flat. Okay. Um, Gadu has a d6. One roll. One roll. One roll. Yeah. I got a 10. I got a, I got an 11. I got, no, I got a 12. Okay, so that is a success. Would you like to Benny it to try for higher, Phil? Do you know what I would like to do? What would you like to do? I'd like to spend one Benny 
to use my adventure card. Oh God, what is it? Perfect timing. The text is, by then it was too late. Pay a Benny to search through the remaining adventure deck and take any one card of your choice. You may play an additional card this session. Okay. So what what would this result get me to prism-wise on the helpfulness levels we sure, were talking about? So I got a 12. That brings it to neutral. And based on this thing, it says, the character has no particular attitude towards the group. They expect fair payment for any sort of favor or information. I would interpret that to be like, he's... He's been able to make enough good cases to everyone there as to why things are the way they are and why they need to stay that way for just even a bit longer. Mm -hmm. Based on what he's seen, we probably get a scene of Isaac standing up in front of everybody, crowd of agitators who's... Gadu's on one side, he's on the other side, and Gadu's just kind of heckling from yeah. the back, and he's standing up and he's like, all right, all right, you know, I've seen a lot of things in my day. I came from the surface, my family. I've seen all this happen before. Ooh, we're all from the surface. <laughs> <laughs> we were in your truck. Oh, that's, that's true. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, maybe he, he leans on that too, you know. Some of you have uh, seen what happens here if this uh, this type of stuff goes wild, so we can't. we got to keep a lid on it. And the other half of you, I'm your boss. <laughs> I'm your boss. You don't even know who the fuck I am. I'm in your mind. Oh no, it's going further than I thought it would. His resilience going down. I'll just, let's see, what what word should we use for this? Should it just be control? I kind of like resilience. I'll leave it that way for now. I'll, I'll think on it. But <laughs> So he's able to shout down Gadu's protests and stuff and make enough good points to everybody. And he has enough support in the crowd where they're just like, you know, that's, you better listen to him. This shit gets crazy. I mean, look at what we can do. It's going to get even better when I use my new adventure card. Okay. It's peace. Wait, I know that guy. Play to improve the initial attitude of an individual or group one level using the reaction table in Savage Worlds. I know it's not the initial attitude, but I feel like it's applicable. Yeah, I think that's applicable. I'll take that. Yes. The subtitle says, oh, you already said that. Wait, I know that guy. I know that guy. Very cool. Yeah, I think that's a perfect use of adventure card. Yes. So that will bump them up to cooperative. <sighs> the character is generally sympathetic. They help if they can for a small fee, favor, or kindness. I think in this case, it just means everybody gets it. You know, everybody gets the vibe. These are all people who are having their own internal struggles with Spectrum or mm -hmm. with the power itself in whatever method that is taking shape for them personally. Yeah. There's a common thread here. Everybody has at least one thing in common, and in a lot of cases, more than that. that. So I think there is a lot of empathy for one another, and the fact that steps have been taken to improve the living space, it's it's been, you know, a couple of weeks, so, like, people are getting That stone antsy, shaper's but... getting, getting some work done, maybe making some, some fancy arches, maybe putting in a little infrastructure. I think that's a really cool idea, you know, because it's... Part of the part of the idea behind the prisme and the spectrum powers and using the superpowers in a mechanical sense is that they're not subject to the same restrictions as the typical arcane backgrounds. So your focus is going to be more narrow, but the extent to what you can do can be much stronger. So I think when you guys do make your way back there, I would definitely love your input on how things look different and you yeah. know what kind of changes have been made. And that's a, a great addition. So. Okay. Oh God, what if Isaac just got like really sad in front of everybody and he's just like, I don't know, man, 
Shit's all weird. I'm just wicked <laughs> bummed, you guys. Can you just chill for a second? They're like, oh, man, that's rough, buddy. It's at the very end of the speech after everything else is like, come on, just give me this. Please. I just need a win. I've been talking to my thing. You know, it doesn't. it's not going very well. I'm being honest here. It's not going very well, but I see you're all doing very nice. I'm not. I can't even, you know, do that stuff. I can't touch things. It's very difficult. So... Great adventure card. Love all that world building, the storytelling. Love interest was not an available draw for me. Shame. Shame. Okay, so Isaac's resilience has moved from a six to a five, representing that he is slowly being worn down. He's working on it. He's working but... on it, but yeah, he's getting he's getting tired. His relationship with his spectrum is still at unfriendly, which is a minus two. Just hair away from hostile. Just one crit fail away from hostile. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> and Prism has improved from uncooperative to neutral to cooperative. Well, hot dog. At least something good came out of those rolls, you know? Even if it was adventure cards. <laughs> well, that's that's a choice, though, you know? That's, that's how the story works. Yeah. You invested your resources in that because it was important to you, and you thought it was cool, and it's what you wanted to happen. My other card's good, too. Oh, it's juicy. I forgot you have two cards. I forgot that was a thing. Oh, Not yeah. that I'm complaining. I have two cards every session. I know. I, that's what I'm saying. I just, oof. As the last vestiges of the pseudo-scorpion creature are consumed by light and crumble to dust that is quickly lost to the tunnels, Athena, you find yourself in relative peace. Zidal is at your back, following your lead and looking somewhat wary. The individuals in front of you, of course, you know, Isaac Russo, your longtime friend and business partner, his red tattoos glowing with a somewhat sinister light, the rest of his body emanating a lesser glow. The orange moth cloud of Halarishi spirals into a more lumpy humanoid form that floats in the air. The domba twists and writhes back into the shape of the relatively small Vel Gadu with their brown hair and piercing orange cat slit eyes. Gadu wears a typical unimpressed and appraising expression, and the pink pompadoured Yara gentleman that you know as Subio, my good new pal, turns to face you on his spider-like legs and offers you a beaming smile and thumbs up. She weakly thumbs up back. Your hair is looking great, man. Good lift. Sweeps a three-fingered hand back and says, hey, thanks. Yeah, it's a uh, it's been a lot perkier lately. Thanks for bringing that pomade. It uh, helped me feel at home. What do you, what do you, how did you get here? What are you doing coming from here? This is not how you normally come back. Uh, somebody tried to fucking kill us. What, somebody knew? Uh, in a way, their fucking shadow man agent tracked us into the goddamn tunnels and sunk to, uh. She, she leans down on her knees and just takes a second knowing that they're going to be safe for like a minute. When you mention the Shadow Man, Isaac's fists clench and a small spark of red flits through his tattoos. Gadu and Subio cast sidelong glances at him, but shift passively. 
Like they're worried or... Ah, you want to roll me a notice? Yes, I would. I'm glad I upped my notice in season one. I know I keep like saying that, but I didn't think I was gonna. Maybe, I don't know. I've been playing with the idea of... uh <laughs> doesn't notice nothing. She still has two wounds. Oh, that's fair. I've been playing with the idea of creating a separate skill in our setting that is specifically notice, but related to like interpersonal stuff. That's cool. So, I like that. I mean, I guess that's basically insight, right? Like from D&D. Yeah, just, but it's something that Savage Worlds doesn't have inherently. It doesn't. And everything's handled by notice. And I, I think that's okay, but I don't think that being able to spot something or see something with keen eyes is the same at understanding the subtext of relationships or somebody's expression. I think those are two distinct things. And because we run a more social game, I don't know. I, no, I like that. I think that's necessary, cool. but I haven't come to a decision on it yet. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Halarishi's cloud glows somewhat brighter and floats over to you. What tidings do you bring? To tired ones. Of course. Thank you for the help. I'm glad we found you. That was, uh, you really, uh, I mean, I've known you for years, so I know you can slide by on the skinny teeth, but, uh. I don't think my teeth got that much more skin left. Zidal puts a hand on your shoulder and gives you a soft squeeze. You, uh, you doing okay? Yeah. Good. Do, uh, we, are we gonna be, uh, we gonna be okay here? Yeah, we're good. Okay. She pats him on the shoulder, too. Mm -hmm. She wonders if Isaac's going to put two and two together. Because he still has a helmet on, but he's very small. Uh, I'll make her, I'll make a notice for Isaac. Oh, yeah. Hollerishi would remember him, though. Hollerishi definitely would. Yeah. Isaac got an 11 on his notice. Uh-huh. <laughs> you smile cheekily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Isaac takes a couple of steps forward and gives Zadal appraising eyes with a somewhat stoic expression. I remember you. How's it going? Uh, like she said, we, uh, we've been better, but we've been worse. Appreciate the help. Thank you. Much obliged, I guess. However you guys say that out here. Out so here? A different thing. I don't, I don't know. It's, listen, I've been in tunnels too. I'm not allowed to be tired. Athena speaks fondly of you. There is that beat of awkward <laughs> silence. Oh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> I uh, appreciate your help at the lighthouse. Hopefully we won't need that trigger finger again, but who knows? Listen, I don't know if Athena's briefed you, but uh, this is apparently my show now out here, so if we're taking you back, we gotta cover some ground rules. He looks to Athena to see if she has any input here. Uh, thank God there are rules now. <laughs> well, they are for... Outsiders. Lots of these people are scared and tired and want to leave. So bringing anyone in who's not part of the fold or hasn't been pre-approved or I think you get the picture is uh, somewhat problematic. Mm -hmm. Now things are uh, actually going pretty well. So I'd like to keep it that way. I'm not going to have anyone messing this up because we've all put in a lot of work to get to where we are now and uh, to build up what little we do have. So, do not rile anyone up, do not promise them anything or agree to anything, and do not show favoritism in anything if you are able to. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. 
Another thing that might be worth pointing out, most of these folks are from the surface. Fuck. It's Gadu that responds. They are leaning against the far cave wall with folded arms, and they just say, Yeah. So, uh, how's this gonna work? You, uh, you coming back, or you taking me with you, or what? I actually gotta talk to you about that. We got some good news. <sighs> Music to my ears. Yeah, I hope you like rapid tempo. I'm not sure I follow, but we can talk later. Mm-hmm. Subio chimes in and says, I, I mean, uh, listen, we found you guys. That's good. It's, I mean, that's the most important thing, right? So maybe we get out of the dangerous cave and... Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. <sighs> so, um, how would... He's waving his hands around a little bit. He looks to Isaac sort of like questioningly and then back. He's like, I, I don't I don't really know how this works. So you're not a robot. You're you're not you're not a robot. Zadal is a person. Anyone who is an arrow is a person. Hey, cool. Cool with me. I'm I'm good. Thoughts, feelings, memories. Feelings. All that jazz. Oh, who got okay. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, that's works for me. I mean, look at us. We're sort of we're in new territory. So who am I to throw rocks? I can't throw rocks. I mean, I can throw rocks, but that's not. You Please know, don't I'm, throw any rocks. I'm not going to throw any rocks. I almost died in a bunch of thrown rocks. It's very insensitive, Subio. Is this one of those things where like you have a story about ways you almost died in like every single way or like because Heard some, like, got blown up before. And Which time? Kind of proved my point. That's fair. Um, Anyway, so let's get back to the part where we leave. Yeah, let's get, let's get out of here. But she has a firm hand on Zidal's shoulder, not like as an escort, but as a solidarity. He moves a little closer and bumps into you. She's keeping him right here. Mm-hmm. Do you want to, um, Isaac has a room that we could get you up to. We got enough juice to be invisible for a little bit. Uh, Might be yeah. less hassle for you because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even think about. Because uh. he looks to Isaac and he says, uh, "Is that okay with you? You got somewhere I could stay? No, I, I don't mind disappearing. Uh, I don't know if you got any folks who might still be able to see me, or if that's gonna cause problems. I just, I would have." We want to get out of here as, as quick as we can here. I just don't want to cause problems. And I appreciate the help. So, you know, whatever works. I just, should we just, should we just walk, walk him in? Like, nothing, nothing, nothing's, I didn't even think about this. I was just so worried about getting out of the tunnel. So I, I mean, not like I knew we would pop out here, but I can't believe we went this far. So for this, I think the, there's a couple of aspects of this, right? Like, the majority of the people that are in there are not from Caldonix. Yep. So they are they're going to treat Arrow as outsiders. That's definitely where the hindrance is going to come into mm-hmm. play. Isaac's goal is to maintain the peace and the status quo as much as possible. Athena has been seen before, so she's accepted and, and known. They're definitely leery of more people coming in. They're upset if there's heavy traffic of people coming and going because they're still expected to stay there. But they're also in a cooperative state now because of your your cards and stuff. 
the other aspect here is whether Isaac is going to be petty about this. Yeah. And if he's going to be a dick and power play. Is he going to be a dick? Uh, and accept Zidal coming in normally or make him slink in through the back. Mm -hmm. Um, And the last aspect is if he does that and if people find out about it, is it going to undermine his credibility? And the answer mm. is probably yes. So do you think we should roll for it? I think we should roll for it. Okay, is is this a spirit roll? Is this Isaac grappling with his own insecurities? Yes, of course it is. Okay. Um, Am I rolling for him? Yeah, of course you are. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, I'll roll for him if nah. you want. Um, I'll make my own bed. Okay, so he's got his spirit modifiers here. Just make it flat. There's positives and negatives. Let's just make it a flat roll. That's a five. Okay, that's a success. I think that means that <laughs> Isaac succeeds in overcoming his insecurities, especially based on the positive outlook that Prism currently has. He seems to be accepting of the idea. Maybe you see him almost glance to the side at Gadu, who has been silent through all of this, just waiting and watching. And he says, No, we'll, uh, you come through the front door. We'll, uh, we'll make an announcement. We'll explain the situation. You know, we're down here. This is, people need to know. People are in a pretty good mood right now. Maybe this will cause some problems, but it's not as bad as it could be. So I'd rather they know than find out later and have it be an issue. Front Street. You okay with that? Um, as long as we got a backup plan. I mean, I can fly, so. Yeah, so I think we're fine. Yeah, yeah, I'll be okay. I trust that. Halarishi, uh, can you... I don't know the best way to ask this. If there's a moth in your network in Pavi's vicinity, can you relay messages easily? Halarishi stares at you in silence for several seconds before saying, I am capable of communicating over vast distances within reason, so this is possible. I could do such a thing. Would you be willing to? What do you wish me to do, exactly? We need to get a doctor in here. More outsiders. Well, aren't people still having, like, medical issues? Uh, yes. I so... think uh, medical specialty is uh, becoming more... <laughs> would be useful. I mean, we... I can't imagine there's anyone out there who knows a lot more than we do, but there's only so much we can do, and any anything we can get at this point is going to be more than we have so i think if you have someone you trust i do i'll i'll convince everyone that it's the right thing and in in the spirit of front street um she was one of the people who got stolen away by zeve i you might have heard about that at this point you might not have uh, a guy stole like just a stadium full of people ate the cory out of him and she got sucked along with him and she's got some big trauma around Spectrum and, and Prisme, and she's the only person that can help us in our network right now, so she cannot be left alone with anybody she doesn't know. She's a lab tech, she's a scientist, and she's amazing, but I don't want her to feel unsafe here, considering her very, very recent issues. So you want to bring her into a small community of individuals that she's going to be terrified of and we're expected to put the safety of our people into her hands? She's a professional, Isaac. She's not going to hurt anybody. She's a doctor. Kind he, of. He kind of holds up a hand. maybe took an oath. 
he kind of holds up a hand to forestall some of that and he says i'll get that but you know how people are when they're afraid they're not logical they're not in control is it possible that she could do something to hurt someone i do not think so i genuinely no and if it turns out something goes wrong it can come right down on my shoulders it's gonna come down on her shoulders first says gadu from across the room isaac you see isaac take a moment where his eyes flutter half closed in irritation and then he says gadu's not wrong if your friend fucks up it's gonna be pushback so we can babysit her we can chaperone her that's fine but she needs to be all right with that or you need to be there with her i'm not gonna leave her while she's here good then fine I'll make a little area. It'll be great. Peachy King. Peachy. Shall we? I thought we were already walking. Oh, (laughs) never. (laughs) So as the group makes its way out of this mouth, this cave mouth, and into the greater tunnels proper, we get a couple more faraway shots of the group as it wends and winds its way back towards Prism. Halarishi always floating in a cloud nearby, but his form often abstract, moving from a traditional cloud to a long helix-like spiral, just like the night at the lighthouse. Occasionally, the cloud dissipates and the small motes of orange fly off in all different directions, but it's usually temporary and they fly back together again. Gadu remains silent throughout the walk back, bringing up the rear. Isaac remains relatively silent as well walking at the front leading the group Subio walks alongside you guys and Mm -hmm. is just basically a chatterbox asking questions and probably picking Zadal's brain about a lot of stuff just be like hey listen um I I don't want to be weird about this but you know like surface and I just I I'm happy now you guys are great so I want to I want to be able to help when we get back and answer some questions so you don't have to talk to like every single person so like if I can ask you some questions now probably smooth things over but you're like, a solid guy let me know if I'm overstepping he will talk to Zadal and kind of get the lowdown on a few things and nice he'll be an advocate yes and his hair has that slight bounce as you guys walk one of the times where Halarishi is in the helix and then disperses, she nods at Isaac and says, it's just like your laptop screensaver. <laughs> God, what a what a weight off Athena's shoulders to hear Isaac laugh again. Oh my God. Just a genuine laugh. Feels really good. Uh, laptop. Yeah. <laughs> I must have so many emails. Don't even worry about it. We can just burn that account or give it to Pearl. Uh, give it to her. I don't have the energy to do that all the time or the ability to. How you doing? How you feeling? <sighs> Tired. Yes, I mean, Prism's doing better. Mood's up. That's great. Day to day. It's, it's been good. It's been better, at least. Um, I, uh... I tried to do what you asked, what you said I should try, but... When you're closer now and as you guys are walking, you see that he definitely has some slight bags under his eyes. Mm -hmm. His posture is somewhat rigid, and he fidgets as you're talking. I'm not getting anywhere. It's not getting easier or better. I just feel like I'm digging myself a hole. 
I mean, I could stand on things. I can... I don't know. I don't feel that much has changed, if I'm being honest. Pavi's been making you gloves. Last time I checked, they're real stylish. Well, I would surely love to be able to use my hands again. Yeah. I'll look forward to that. If you need some help uh, interfacing, Zadal might be able to help. He's a psionic. He's one of the best I've ever seen. I will keep that in mind. Help me with mine. Uh, he offers some non-committal nods in yeah. passing. I feel like that's probably something that you could make a roll to try to convince him to try. Maybe at a later time. Yeah. Because we did just make some yeah. rolls for him to see about that, but that could be something we cover. I think his general failure with the situation means he's resistant to making additional strides in the interim. And I will say that his pettiness will extend to that, that he does not currently feel comfortable accepting the help of Athena's current You know, boyfriend. it's fair. It's fair. The group treks their way back to Prism. Based on what we've talked about and some of the stone shaping you were describing, what do you think has changed? How do you think it looks different this time, even in the, the week or two it's been since you've been here? There are like more standardized looking room entrances with little stairs going up to them. Maybe they got like input about what kind of stairs they wanted to go up to their rooms. So like some of them are like the curly Q spiral ones. Some of them are like floaty ones that come out, you know, for flare. Mm, that's cool. Maybe there are a lot of sunken like pits around fire and cooking areas to make it feel like a little more cozy. You know what I, like I mean? like that. That's really cool. Maybe some stone ovens, like brick ovens, but... And of course, the enormous stone pillar that spirals up into the darkness from which all these additional stone spider webbing bridges reach out into adjoining tunnels and caverns and artificial and natural rooms that have been created or hollowed out. It, it just looks more lived in. You know, there's stuff around and you recognize a lot of the provisions that you brought, you know, tents that have been set up, tables, the beds that you built are still clearly visible. There's a pretty wide array of abilities that could be here, and I haven't, you know, sat down and been like, this is what every single person's power is. I kind of thought maybe one person would have a plant control type of thing. Okay, so they can grow some food. So they can grow some food, nice. and then they could also use that to try to, like, mend garments, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, plant matter into... Oh, maybe there's somebody who could talk to spiders and they get silk. Hmm, that's an interesting idea. God who can shapeshift, but not talk to animals. Well, if there's somebody who can control plants here, maybe there's like a lot of ivy going up the walls now. Areas where they were just testing shit out. Then one of the other prominent changes is that there is a lot more vegetation and plant matter. A lot of tinier mushrooms around and a couple of bigger mushrooms, like but much bigger that would take a good amount of time to grow on their own have just sprouted up. You know, maybe they're combined with the architecture, like they're being used to frame walkways or the bioluminescent variety or serving as natural lights to illuminate paths by being put there like little solar torches, you know? Of course, in the pillar itself, just a honeycomb of perforated holes through which this Halarishi matching orange gas is seeping with these plasma energy-like tendrils that sort of drift and bob. Cool. And as the... You okay? Do the tendrils look like what grabbed Joel? 
Make a make a notice roll. Hmm. Nah. Well, they look like orange tendrils, you know. Can't argue with that. It's energy. It's amorphous. Who knows? As the group makes its way onto a more prominent ridge, Hollerishi leaves the group, spirals forward, and disappears into the pillar itself. You see all the moths just scatter and go in many different ways. The rest of you uh, continue forward. There's probably a small group of onlookers who notice, and there are some shouts that go back and forth. A few people come up and say hello. Athena, you get nods of acknowledgement because you're a, a recognized known quantity. Yeah. But there are a lot of questioning stares for Zadal as he arrives. Pointedly holding his hand to make sure they're viewed as a unit. Hmm. Anybody fucks with him, they're fucking with her. I don't think Isaac's going to, like, call everyone together to make an announcement. I think he'll, you see him go off and exchange words with a couple of people, and then Subio gives you guys a wink, and he'll also go off in his own direction and... Spread the news. Spreading the word, spreading the news. Would you like to make a roll to see how well this is received? Yeah. To be clear, this roll is probably going to be if there's, like, open antagonism, because... Uh-huh. <sighs> There is going to be some amount of it, Mm -hmm. right? This is more just to keep control over the situation as to whether people are cool with it. Subio probably has a D8 in Persuade. Roll him as support. Okay. First, so. Well, he's got pink pompadour. He gets pink die. Is he a wild card? Sure, he can be a wild card here. Six. Six. Okay. Uh, Now go ahead and roll for Isaac. His D6 is for Persuade. I'm going to say this This has the minus two because mm-hmm. Zadal is an outsider, right. but you can take the plus one from Subio's assist, so this is going to be at a minus, minus one. one. Yeah. That's a four. Okay, that's a success. All right. So that means that for the time being, he's at least able to make sure the peace will be kept. Sheesh. Yeah, there, there will be a distrust, but not open hostility and animosity, or not open violence or anything like that. Well, that's about as good as she can ask for right now. Athena wants to have a sit down with Isaac and Gadu. Would would she actually, would she have been able to utilize Halorishi's abilities to get in contact with Poppy? Well, that's what he's going to do. Cool. He'll come back to you at some point, you know, during this period. He'll get clarification on what you want to pass along to her specifically. Specifically? She was going to let Pavi know she and Zadal are good. They are at Prism. She's going to ask for Pavi and Roja to come on two bikes. She lets her know that her bike is still at the Shard and she has a spare key because Pavi's good like that. She's going to give her instructions on how to utilize Athena's Pantheon connections for the session. Okay. So I'm just imagining like a moth on Pavi's shoulder while she's in the Thalassic cave, hunting and pecking, trying to navigate the Pantheon website. And he's like, no, the other button. <laughs> you can take a penny for that. That's fine. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. This, this layout's just bad. How did these people find anything? I've never used a website. Yeah but it's specifically to get an invisibility dampener for them coming to Prism because they can't do that. And there are probably people watching it if they were ambushed in a fucking tunnel in the back ass end of nowhere. That's cool. I like that. She wanted to know um, if Tuca, Nemo, and Lizeth have made it back out of the tunnel, their status, and if they are, 
please let them know that Athena and Zadal are okay and they don't have to look for them anymore. And they will regroup at some point in the near future. Halarishi will take your order and then <laughs> go to let the kitchen know what's okay. up. Okay, <laughs> cool. Thank you, Halarishi. She shouts as he puffs away into a cloud. Yeah. After Halarishi, you know, flutters off, she looks around Prism and is wowed by the effort people are putting in and the fact that it's actually kind of more of a home. Or it's not a home, at least homey. They walk through the ivy and the mushrooms and see the people and it feels so different already because she hasn't been coming here that long and it's already made so much progress. And now she's kind of just thinking, how much better is it going to be here in a week, in two weeks? She trails a hand over a glowing mushroom that's about waist tight as they walk by and she keeps it all uh, at her hip to make sure he doesn't get bombarded by people. And she squints up into the branches of the stone tree and jerks her head up towards where it hooks back into the ceiling into a little bit that's been obviously built out as kind of a viewing platform maybe over Prism because she needs to t sit, have a sit down and talk about some things while they're waiting on Halarishi. So they climb up there and she sits down, appreciating the view. So Gadu is here for this right yes. now? Yes. Okay. And Athena sits down and she's swinging her feet and says, how would you like to be uh, the first person in our new Pantheon initiative? Super uh, secret. You're all seated in these stone chairs that jut up out mm -hmm. of the ground. You can't, you know, twist them or move them or anything. They're just fixed there, right. but they're probably a bit more open. And Gadu is lounging lazily, has one leg folded under them. The other one is draped over the side and they're just leaning on an elbow and they quirk an eyebrow and they say, well, I'd like to hear a little bit more about what that means. It's what I've been workshopping to start and get you guys out of here. The main problem with being what we are, we don't have a network and we don't have people that we can fall back on reliably who understand our situations because uh, shit can get weird. So I'm building in a sort of Prisme feature to Pantheon that uh, is going to help people get back on their feet up top where you can check in, take jobs, earn some cash but still have access to people who understand and can help you if you need it. Does that sound uh, interesting to you? Does it involve me leaving here? It and does! Then I'm far more interested, yeah. Good. The only roadblock right now is a, a governing body that's trying to kill people in the city. Which city? The one that we're in. Well, outside of. I don't want to go back there. I want yeah, to go back I, to the surface. I know, but I, this has to happen before I can start moving people. They purse their lips a little bit, but continue to listen. Listen, I know of at least one lady with a shotgun arm who's killing people like us as soon as she sees them. So I don't, I don't know how many more people like that are hiding in the city just waiting for us to walk by. I've been doing well enough because I have my circlet and it seems to fuck with her well enough, but... A lot of people don't have that protection. Is just assassins in the city running rampant, killing people like us? Yeah, it's a fucking problem. It's what I've been dealing with for like a month now. <laughs> and I don't know how to fix it. 
but that's why I'm going to have a chat. Yep. Um, you just gonna go in and talk to these people, being that you're you and yeah. What if um, what what kind of a talk are you looking to have here? What's your backup plan? What if do you really think that these people are gonna want to talk to you? Well, I figure they don't know a lot about us, and that's why they're killing us. Apparently, we're not supposed to exist. <laughs> Whoops, we do. And they're going to have to get over that. Um, I think it's kind of... um, I'm sort of going to make myself a new job. Dress for the job you want, you know? (laughs) And they don't know we don't have a governing body of our own. So I'm just going to lie to them. (laughs) It's going to go great. What's the job that you're dressing for exactly? Emissary ambassador. Yes, sirree. She says, smiling off into the distance, still fucking too wound Athena, hasn't eaten yet. Low blood sugar. I think she's leaning in her chair more than God is. Your plan is to go in and present yourself as the emissary of the Prisme, the Spectrum, yep. us, and uh, you're going to negotiate uh, some sort of a... a truce or uh... a ceasefire a truce some kind of understanding because it seems like mostly the people they're killing are shadow man agents because they're running rampant over the city infecting people left and right Mm. he looks thoughtful at that well I don't hate that idea but they can't make a distinction between people who are in a chain and people who aren't he takes a moment to look down at himself and we see another flicker of red energy course through him and he says, yeah, okay, point taken. Mm-hmm. And, and who, who are these people? Um. You, say, you seem to know who they are or where you can find them. I know where they are, don't I don't know who they, I don't know. I know where they are, I don't know who they are. I do know that (laughs) their fucking president got kidnapped and nobody remembers it. I've been doing a lot of really good work for the past month digging shit up. I don't know how it's going to play out, but I've been getting support. I've been getting power players in my corner. I have backup for this that will matter to the people I'm going to go talk to. I think. Okay, so you just so I understand, you're not going in by yourself. No. Okay, good, because that's a terrible idea, and I hope you know that. Yeah, that's why I'm not doing it. Good. Give me a little credit. I don't get blown up on purpose every day. Uh, Rarely on purpose do I get blown up, I think. Yeah, well, but yet it seems to happen somewhat regularly. I mean... I can't help people want to blow me up. He waves a hand at you and says, that's kind of my point, is it happens when you're not actively doing things, so when you actively do things, it becomes much more likely. I mean, you just, you came out of a cave, and you're beaten to shit. Yeah, that was bugs. Alright, well, you can stay here as long as you need to. You need to get fixed up, whatever. That's fine. Your doctor friend's going to show up at mm-hmm. some point. Maybe they can help. She's real good. Well, I hope so. Okay, so you need to talk to this group that is 
systematically trying to eradicate us. Yep. And you're going to convince them not to, somehow. Yeah, that's the plan. And then you're going to start moving people out? Yeah, Um, people who want to go with the stipulation that they do have to join our new app. We are an unknown quantity right now, and we have to keep track of anybody. Or Hollery, she's going to go fucking ham. So what you're saying is, I'm not really free. I still have to play ball, check in. I don't think that's unfair. Still feels kind of like a leash to me. I mean, I just want to go live my life. God, what if there are people uh, who find you, right? They find you and they attack you and they leave you for dead. Then I'll probably be dead regardless of if I'm on some app, huh? Right? Like, what is that going to do? Admittedly, it needs some refinement. Well, it's, um, it sounds better than staying here. So sure. Yeah. It's kind of a middle step so we can start getting you guys out of here. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I don't want you guys to be stuck here. They wave a hand and they say, sure, I mean, do whatever you want to do, but get me out of here. That's all I want. That's all I've been asking for. Some of them seem happy. I don't care. They want to they want to take a sip of the brand you're selling. That's up to them. But I don't want to stay here anymore. I can appreciate what you're doing and what you're saying. Sure, whatever, fine. Do it, and then get me out of here. Okay. Gadu looks back to Isaac, raises both hands in a quasi-shrug, and he says, I think that's the best offer you're going to get. Rishi's not showing anyone out, so unless you want to get lost in the tunnels, good luck. I can't recommend it personally. (laughs) We get get a (laughs) shot from Gadu's perspective of Athena, who is still just beaten to shit. Zadal looking surly in the background. Yeah, minding his own business. He's just like fiddling with something in a corner. Just like... In a corner? I don't know. He's he just like he's, in a chair? He's not... He, he doesn't want to like be a part of this conversation. He feels like he's invading here, right? Like he's mm-hmm. not supposed to be here. He knows that he is Arrow and the Arrow, the ones that you just vouched for as, you know, being good people are the ones who are doing this. So like he feels very weird about this. Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, you can shrug. That's great. (laughs) But he feels very strange about all of this. Like, because now he knows that you guys are not being forthcoming. Like, not even Isaac knows that the Arrow are the ones who are doing this. Based on what you've been told. So... Yeah, she just doesn't... What? Is it all I get murked? He would not disagree with that. Which is why he's staying out of the way. Gadu tries to cut back into the conversation. Their orange eyes illuminate just a bit... So what kind of jobs? What do you like? What are you good at? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Do I get my pick? This isn't assignment based. The first one would be an assignment just to see how you take to it. They roll their eyes. Do you like searching? Do you like rescuing? Do you like guarding? Do you like transporting? I don't want to babysit. I've had enough of that. Thank you. As long as the pay is good. Oh, it is very lucrative. Good. Mm-hmm. Then I'll look forward to hearing more details. I think you should. I think it's something you're very well suited for. Guess we'll see. Guess we will. She, like, does an up and down finger at Gadu. 
Just animals or people too? Just animals. Good I don't want to be anyone else. You uh, seen these idiots? You'd be surprised. My self-esteem is high enough that I don't care about that. Athena takes a sec to think about that one. They offer a toothy Nakir smile. The seams at the edge of their mouth, tightening. Could Athena cast empathy with a low chance of success? It's my favorite kind of chance of success. All right. Empathy minus two. Is this a contested spirit? Yes. Okay. Hot dog. Oof. <laughs> I blew up a six into a two for an eight. Damn it. I got, I blew up into a seven. Damn. <laughs> and then I got minus two. Sorry. I'll Benny it. Okay. I'll Benny it. Okay. Nope. Damn. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think I've successfully empathied more than like one person since, <laughs> since, <laughs> since we, we figured, figured out the fucking rules. Damn. Sorry. That was the wild die too. Damn. Mine was too. That was the one that blew up. So that means you successfully cast empathy. I guess this just means that Gadu is able to keep their emotions in check. As you focus your attention on Gadu lounging in the chair, you see the swirling aura start to billow around them, and they can't their head at you. At first, it just looks like the same orange as their eyes, and then it just completely shuts off a matte gray and then dissipates entirely. That same smile gets a little deeper. Hmm. Athena just leans back in her chair and puts a wet washcloth over her eyes. Is there anything that you need from me or us that would help this situation or make this oncoming confrontation different or easier or, or whatever? I'm fine with you acting as the ambassador. That's <laughs> It's a made-up title, but as far yes, as I'm concerned... Is. You got it. Job's yours. It doesn't pay anything but pain and frustration. Hope that's all right. Favorite currency. Your retirement plan is a shovel. Congratulations. Nice. <laughs> Something I can use as a weapon. It's made out of plastic. That's no good. Do you have any thoughts? I mean, I still know next to nothing here. You've, you really haven't given me anything actionable. Aside from there's a group in the city that is killing people like us on site mm -hmm. and that you're just going to go in and talk to them with backup. Who are you taking as backup? Who's who's going in with you? Uh, some, some beefier friends. Some friends who are probably smarter than me. Folks who know the situation. I just got to do maybe a half a day of prep before I head in there. But maybe I can solve a lot of problems. I hope you can. Stuff's been funneling me to a decision point, and I gotta do something. What happens if they say no? What happens if it goes the other way? Well... <laughs> I mean, are we talking open warfare? Is, are they gonna... They were already killing on site, so... Is it aggressive? Are they hunting us down? Are they gonna try to find us here? I mean, what does it mean? I'm not going to open with we have a camp of people in the tunnels. Oh, I should fucking hope not. Diplomacy runs in my family. <laughs> it's going to go super well. I feel very confident. Yeah. If anyone can do it, you can. I've seen you pull through more scrapes than anyone's going to write to. 
Well, you helped me out more times than I had a right to ask. What are friends for? He casts a sidelong glance to the corner where Zadal would be whistling if he could. He can whistle. He can. <laughs> <laughs> he can make a whistling noise, but it's not the same as like the act of whistling. Although I guess he, you know, he's gaseous, so he could always he could just whistle. like. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if that's all. Oh, yeah, you know, as you were, agent. <laughs> I didn't sign any contract yet. I know. I was trying it out. You like it? Has potential. Yeah. We'll if you want see. a different job title, we can, you know, work it in. Could give you a special role. <sighs> Garu pushes themselves to their feet, takes a few steps over towards the ledge. We'll talk specifics later. You got it. Just make sure you hold up your end of the bargain. Does a little toodaloo finger waggle at you and falls backwards off the edge. Zadal takes a couple of frantic steps over towards the edge and looks down. Oh, oh that was kind of cool. Yeah, they're fine. Well, I assume that they would be fine if they were doing that, so whatever. <sighs> well, I hope you can follow through with it. You promised. That would solve a lot of problems. I mean, I don't mean to welch on anything. I think it's the right thing to do. I just haven't been able to get to a computer in like a day. I believe in you, but I just don't want to see you get hurt, Mom. Oh, I'll be okay. Worse scrapes than this. I, I'm sure at some point there was. Like that time I got blown up looking at computers. Yeah. That's, this is nowhere even near that. She lies. <laughs> Or that time I got shot, or that time I got stabbed, or that other time I got stabbed, or that time I got the buckshot in my gut. But you know, healed right up. Good as new. What more can you ask for? All right, I'll take your meaning. It's gonna be okay. Isaac pushes himself up out of his chair, walks towards the nearest wall, glances back to see you in your haggard state. And then his eyes flick to Zadal before going back to you again. I believe in you. I just... I'm just worried that one of these days you're going to go up against something you can't solve. You're going to find yourself a problem you can't solve by blowing it up or talking your way through it. You're my friend. And I love you. But it's not just us anymore. And I can't watch you self-destruct again and again now that people are counting on us. Without waiting for a reply, he turns and walks into the wall, and there's a shimmer of light and energy, and he is gone. Only a faint, Isaac-shaped outline remains in the stone for a moment before it too fades away. Athena watches Isaac go through the wall and just ugh, slumps back into the chair, making a more vocally frustrated noise because she knows he can't hear her through the rock. But Zadal can, and Gaudi probably can, but they're still slinking around somewhere. She lounges back in the chair, overlooking prisms, seeing the people move around, watching the moths flutter and the crystals sparkle. She looks back to Zadal a time or two before putting the damp cloth back over her eyes, letting the weight of responsibility settle firmly back onto her shoulders.
Hey, everybody. Well, hi. Boy, wasn't that an episode where things happened and stuff occurred. Mm-hmm. I like doing the outros before we record the, the session <laughs> that we're <laughs> doing the outro for. I'd like to say my prediction for this episode is that Athena was blindsided physically or emotionally. Can I get a Benny if I'm right next session? We'll see. Okay. <laughs> That's You're casting a wide net there. <laughs> God, who's going to say something mean? Are we just playing like drinking game bingo cards now? <laughs> well, there are a couple of patrons that we would like to thank. You can find us on patreon.com slash RPG for you and me. Still searchable. Our lowest tier is $2 a month. That gets you access to the Discord server. Got a lot of cool people still there. Thanks, guys. Thanks for being around. Thanks. The $5 tier gets you our secondary feed that has the full run of Absolute Zero, which is still in progress. Mm-hmm. All the episodes of Silica Valley, our Patreon patron special game, yeah. as well as a couple of side projects like uh, Dupe Troop, the prelude of our Rippers, uh, which is a three-episode arc, a bunch of outtakes, and a lot of other stuff. So a couple of patrons in particular that we would like to thank, starting with Michael, Chase, and Valentine. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, three, especially so much for your support your continued support means the world to us we really appreciate it thank you so much but there are more to thank aren't there there are specifically marshall caleb sunstead yeah jackie dav zach and ben hatton fuck yeah wow thanks guys rock stars thank you guys so much for being here Oh, we have news for the Patreon feed. We do. Yeah. Okay. So let me, let me break this down for you. <laughs> uh, about a year and a half ago, we recorded a Patreon goal, an in tandem goal with the Sounds Like Crows Patreon, where we were making a mini series about Hiram and Meadow. And now the first episode's out. First episode's out on our feed and the Crow feed. Mm-hmm. And I think episode two is dropping sometime in the next week. Uh, next week or two, yeah. I gotta make some more music. Oh boy, well, the stuff that you have already made is very good. Turns out I really like banjos. I don't know what that means for me, but I'm just just steering into it. Down home girl. Also available on the Discord. A lot of, if not all of the music that Ali has made. Ah, all of it that I've remembered to upload, which is most (laughs) of it that isn't garbage. Um, But we also have Silica Valley's posting again. And it's going to be posting every Sunday till we're out episodes. Which is going to be a couple of months. A couple months. At least. We got it locked and loaded. Lots of good stuff coming up. Stay tuned for more information on our new project in the coming months. Yes. We already have some good stuff recorded. We just need to get more recorded. We want to have a nice uh, hefty backlog that we can start releasing. But seeing as we're still coming up kind of on the, the end of the season for Neon Heat, that'll probably be something that we tackle in the off season Mm -hmm. just to give a break because we've been going for almost a year now almost a year thank you for your patience thank you for your patience (laughs) i definitely need a a brain break to work on some other stuff but i'll be excited to come back to yeah savage worlds is owned by the pinnacle entertainment group and you can find them and their products online at peginc.com you can find us online at www.rpgforyouandme.com uh, and at RPG for you and me on Twitter, as well as me at you see the hat on Twitter. Special thank you to our social media manager, Jackie Betts. Thanks, Jackie. Thanks, Jackie. You're the best. And we're going to keep 
bits in that. No. 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 <laughs> you bets. You bets. I'm all out of material forever, it seems. No. It's not true. It's not true. You better bets your bottom dollar <laughs> that I'll come up with something better. better. Music this week was by Crockett and Wave Shaper. Crockett, you can find at crockett.bandcamp.com and at crockett80s on Twitter. Wave Shaper, you can find at waveshaper1.bandcamp.com and at waveshaper underscore SWE on Twitter. Thanks for the, <laughs> the help there. My, <laughs> my brain cells were like, brain. And that is all for this week. Huzzah. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, and also some outtakes. See you later. Bye. When you mention the Shadow Man, Harlan, uh, <clears throat> I. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> She's not letting Silas in his brain. Mm. And that guy, he's got something going for him. Green. I like it. Green. This green is very beautiful. Red and green, Christmas. We don't have Christmas. <laughs> My eyes are kind of green. Xmas, you know, whatever. Maybe some stone ovens, like brick ovens, but for pizza. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have dough, they say. I'll bring some, she says. She never did. <laughs> some of them seem happy. I don't care. They want to they wanna drink the juice and fall in line. That's up to them. Drink the juice. Well, I can't say Kool-Aid. <laughs> See, you know, he's gaseous, so he could always he just whistle. like... <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. He plays a mean didgeridoo. <laughs> In the middle of the night. <laughs> so don't knock that shit off. Oh my God, all error like this, this is the worst. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, we don't have to sleep sort of, so we don't respect people's time and space. <laughs> Excuse me while I rip off my bong. <laughs> Yeah, an aerobong could use, you know, all states of Corey. It's true. It's my Isaac voice, at least close enough. I think to so. <laughs> I think once you're not talking to a disembodied, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> His eyes are just like singeing. No. As soon as the tears come out, they're just. God, what if Isaac just got, like, really sad in front of everybody, and he's just like, I don't know, man. Shit's all weird. My on-again, off-again sex buddy is dating a robot now. I'm just... Can we just, just like, yeah, that's weird, man. That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't don't think I don't have notes here about uh, yeah. how Isaac and Zadali yeah, are yeah, yeah. By the power of Isaac's incredibly sad no-sex story. <laughs> <laughs> are we keeping that in? <laughs> no. I figured that'd be for an outtake. Yeah.